You're listening to RE Snapshots. Each fortnight, we chat about the science behind the weeds, tackling herbicide resistance, and bringing you the latest information with experts in the field. Snapshots this week. We're chatting with researcher Dr. Gail Somerville. She's just released her second paper out of ARI entitled How Do Spatial Heterogeneity and Dispersal in Weed Population Models Affect Predictions of Herbicide Resistance Evolution? Quite the mouthful, Gail. How are you going? Good, thanks, Jessica. Yeah. Can you give us a little bit of an idea of what heterogeneity, spatial heterogeneity, very difficult word, actually means? Sure, Jess. <laughs> So what I've done is I'm doing simulation modelling of weeds growing in the field and rather than treating the field as one large population, I've divided it up into these little sort of subpopulations and then we can control pollen and seed spread and uh, local numbers of weeds on the, on the local scale, which is much more realistic because I think most people realise that weeds aren't homogeneous or evenly spread all over a field. Yes, that's right. So give us a little bit more detail about this spatial modelling that you've used. So this model operates on the field scale and looks at variability within a paddock of weeds. So I could isolate the resistant plants and I can look at pollen and seed movement within a field and the gradual mixing of genes for resistance. Yeah, And we can also look at material coming into the field from other fields as well. Yeah, right. So what specific management areas does this research help with? Well, a lot of the second paper, um, if anyone gets in and reads it, yeah, the, the, a lot of it actually talks about the reliability and the rust, robustness of this type of modelling because it hasn't done been done very much. But in addition, there is some relevant stuff for farmers. I looked at um, how patches of weeds grow within a field and how those change with over time and I also looked at the effects of of spreading weed seeds behind the harvester when a harvest weed seed control is not used. Yeah it's really interesting so what's a bit give us a little bit more detail about what you discovered about these weed patches. Well this study was on um, annual rower grass lolium rigidum in a wheat crop and this is an annual obligate outcrossing weed and many fields have low levels of this weed all over the field and, and it's quite difficult to find. So that makes it particularly difficult to control. So small patches of orograss, you might not see them until they've been there for three or four years. And then the resistance genes from that patch, which is spread by pollen, it's wind spread. So they could be much further away from the patch. So it is a very difficult uh, weed to control in patches, yeah. Yeah, ryegrass, it can be very secretive and sneaky, which isn't great news for farmers who end up finding they've got ryegrass patches. So what can people do to overcome this issue? Well, one of the important things is because that pollen does spread quite a long way each year, and also if you've got a patch, it's going to be producing a lot more pollen than any other area of your field. So it's quite important to control them before the, the flowering stage. And um, if you're going to look for other patches, then you should look in a downwind area. And then also, if you're going to control that patch, then you need to go out quite a large area around it. If you imagine that that the pollen's been spreading for, for one or two or even perhaps three years before you've spotted that patch, then there could be individual plants scattered around that carry those resistance genes. Yes. What are the implications when it comes to harvest weed seed spreading? Can you give us some detail on that? Yeah, well, harvest weed seed spreading, what I'm talking about here is that the weeds from ryegrass typically do get gathered in with the, with the wheat crop at harvest and then 
So the trash and straw that traditionally came through the harvester has been spread behind the harvester to make it easier to sow the next year. And at the same time, because that ryegrass seed has gone in and then been separated from the wheat and thrown out the back of the harvester, it means the seeds are spread over quite a large distance. So if um, we compare that with ryegrass with a prostrate weed such as cape weed, so cape weed is below the height of the harvester cutabar, so it's not being spread by the harvester. And cape weed is not a serious weed like annual ryegrasses. So because cape weed is more prostrate, perhaps that's maybe why it's not such a serious weed compared to ryegrass? Yeah, well, it definitely could be one of the reasons. And when it comes to harvest weed seed control, this would be a really good tool to potentially slow the spread of ryegrass weeds as well as reducing numbers. Uh, could you give us a little bit more detail on that? Yeah, well, that's what my third paper looks at, specifically harvest weed seed control and how it, well, everyone knows that it keeps weed numbers down because it takes those seeds out, but it also stops them spreading. So that's something I'm going to have a look at in my next paper, which will be quite interesting, yeah. It will be, and we will update the RE audience on that paper when it comes out. But you'll probably be over, be overseas when it comes out, Gail. Can you tell us what's next for you? Yeah, well, I've just accepted a postdoc in um, Denmark. Of course, that's Denmark in Europe, not Denmark in the South. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm working um, in precision agriculture, which is identifying weeds in the field and, and spraying them with specific herbicides. Well, so, yeah, very exciting. We're all very excited for you at ARI, and it's going to be sad to see you go, but exciting to see you move on to another exciting project. Yeah, definitely, Jessica. I will miss everyone at ARI. It's been great being here for four years.